Welcome back, fans, friends, and family, to another exciting episode of Turkey Talk. Myself, Craig Kingsbury, flying Brian Murphy, and out of Hannibal, New York, the dryer of the 01R, Mr. Robert Gage. Robert, how you doing? Good, how are you? Fantastic. Um, you were supposed to go to wrestling practice. Wrestling practice got canceled. Yep. And now you're here. Yep. So you have nothing but time on your hands. Exactly. What have you been coaching for? Oof. Um... Technically five years, but because of COVID, four. This were you, is my fourth season. Were you a wrestler in school? Yep. I wrestled since I could pretty much walk. Did you go to championships and all that stuff? Yeah, yeah. Went to all that. Went to, uh, during the summer, we'd go to, um, like, wrestling camps, stuff like that. Right. So, that was pretty cool. I did that up until my senior year, and then I graduated. What made you get into wrestling? Um, It's always, like... My uncles always did it. Okay. You know, family thing. Right. So. You look like a giant. That's so why I'm yeah, assuming yeah. everybody's that it, big it was, and everybody's was, a wrestler. Yeah, it was it was fun. I mean, I wrestle kids a lot bigger than me. You oh, know? Okay. All right. How yeah. old are you? I'm 25. 25 years young and a wrestling coach. So these kids look up to you as like the big time guy as the championship coach? I don't know. These kids, they're mo- it's modified. So they're like, you know. <laughs> Anywhere from 12 to 14 years old. Right. So the only thing they look at is their phone. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so how'd you end up as the coach? Well, so my uh, varsity coach that taught me and my brother growing up, um, he ended up stepping down from being varsity because he does football now, and he asked us if we wanted to do, me and my uh, buddy, if we wanted to do, if we'd be interested in helping him do modified. And we're like, oh, yeah, we'll give it a shot. Right. That's sort of it. So, so here you are. We get to coach with our coach. <laughs> That's kind of cool. Yeah. It's a little little side thing that you do. You yeah. also do a lot of snowmobiling as well. Yeah, I do a lot of snowmobiling. Terrible winter for it. Terrible. You Terrible. have to go up north. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, Me and all my buddies, we always trailer up north all the time. <laughs> all the time. You wish there was snow down here to just to go Absolutely. riding a little Absolutely. bit. February 13th right now, and there's zero snow on the ground. Yeah. So it's just, loving it. Yeah, loving it. I'm loving it, too. I don't have a sled, but he's not loving it. Best no. winter ever. Are you yeah. making stupid payments on a snow, on a, on a payment for the sled? Uh, yeah. Okay. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll admit it. I am. <laughs> I am. And every time you make that payment, you're like, what am I doing? Well, Why am I doing auto, this? Pay, it's auto pay every week. So I just like, I forget about it. Right. One of those things. I just factor it out of the paycheck. <laughs> okay. All right. Get great deals on them right now. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. you could. Smoking deal. You're going to trade in and go buy a new one? So I, I had a one before this. I had actually was going to trade in. Then my cousin ended up buying it. Okay. So, I got so it worked out. Yeah. Okay. All right. Enough of that sort of small talk to chat. How'd you get your start back into racing? Um, we always raced dirt bikes and everything growing up. Right. And, um, my brother was bigger into the dirt bike racing. And, uh, when he graduated, my dad told him like, look, you can keep doing this, but you get hurt. I can't, I'm not paying your bills. Right. That always sort of stuck with me. He's nine years older than me. So that sort of stuck with me sort of like, you know, I, I want to race long term. I can't do dirt bikes. Right. Um, I tried snowmobile drag racing and stuff. That didn't really do it for me. And then uh, my cousin Wade, he started racing sport, well, novice sportsman, however many years ago, and asked me if I wanted to help him out. Wade Chrisman. Yep. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, you know, one thing came to another. I went from literally just going, showing up to, you know, clean their car and right. wax wheels and all that stuff. And the next thing you know, I'm buying my own and racing. No kart experience or anything like that? Nope, none, nothing like that. Okay, how old were you when you bought your first car? Uh, God, I was 19. Okay, yep. so you're basically doing it on your own at that yeah. point. Yeah, no absolutely. help, and you're nope. just, yep, just, I'm me. going doing this. And yep. you go into the sportsman division. Did you start out with the novice class? 
Yeah. Okay. I bought, yeah, I bought a car off. Uh, he used to race. It was Gary Hoppins. Okay. Um, I bought a car off them, and I I knew them my whole life. Back when you know, uh, Timmer used to keep his cars over there. They'd build cars over at the okay. Hoppins house, and um, I bought a car off him, and it was an old beat up. It was actually an old Billy Decker car. It was a big now. They called the nickname was Frankenstein because I had it was a 06, had an 07 front clip, and I think it was rear clip was done in 2009. So I mean, this car was. It's a little bit of everything. Yeah, it was. It was, it was enough to get you on me. the track. Yeah, exactly. Just to basically turn some laps. It's something like that. I mean, you can't really gain any experience off of it just no. because you're you're not setting it up. You can't handle it the right way. Oh, it's yeah. just absolutely turn laps. Okay, nice. so you do your first novice season with the with the Frankenstein yep. car. Yep. Do you sell that to somebody so it's somebody else's headache? Well, you know what? The thing is for sale. <laughs> that thing still runs somewhere. Does it really? Because I see it for sale about once a season. I'll see someone selling it. No shit. Because I. I only ran that car probably about six or seven times. And then uh, a guy that used to race at Fulton, um, actually, it's how my cousin Wade got started. His name was Jeremy Digert. Okay. Um, I remember Jeremy. Yep. So we always helped him out, and he owned or he owned the car that he let Wade start racing in. Yep. So that's how I met Jeremy, and he was big into Hig Fabs. Okay. So, um, I bought his first Hig Fab he had. He offered me some smoking deal. You know, that was crazy right it was like hey if you're interested you know buy this i'm like oh sweet so i sold my other car and bought that car from him and went i think two seasons with that hig fab okay hig fads are, are a bigger name southern tier yeah, wise not absolutely. much up here there wasn't much up here i love the car except for the fact it was you know standard cage and i'm a bigger guy so. right I'm trying to trying to yeah. squeeze into it it yeah, doesn't it wasn't the best <laughs> it doesn't work out as well um Jumping in to you do your novice stuff, you get the Hig Fab chassis, you jump up to this current sportsman division, what we're running now, correct? Yep. Okay. How'd that go? Um, all right. You know, I uh, I tell you, going from jump, making that jump from novice sportsman to sportsman, like, I don't want to say it's tough or it was tougher to do back then, but it seems like a lot more. People are jumping up from novice, right? You know now than they did back then. Yep. Because back then they really pushed that three wins thing, and yeah, and you're out. Yep. Um, and I had bad luck, so I got my one win and kept going, and something would happen. And right. So I was like, screw, it. I'll just do the jump, and it was it was quite the shock. It's the competition level. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, and you're running with the bigger guys week yep. in and week out yep. with the competition level. When you were running sportsman, you're yep. not running sportsman anymore, but we'll we'll get into that. When you were in this running the sportsman division, your local tracks were Birds and Fulton. Yep. Correct. Did you do any more traveling outside of that? Um, I actually so I'd go to Brewer. I went to Brewerton and Fulton, and then I made a trip out to Utica, Rome, back yep. when it was dirt sanctioned. It was a Sunday. Um, I went out there once, ran really well out there. And then I also went to, uh, I ran up at Can-Am a lot. Okay. Yep. What was the reasoning to go up north? Um, really sponsor. You okay. Know, I had a sponsor that was like, hey, you know, I'll help you out this way if you go up here and run. Yep. And I did that for a while and I really enjoyed going to Can-Am. It's just, it's hard on, you know. It's a lot. It, it's a lot. Especially because right. we all work. Right. So that. You know, two hour drive is right. Trying to hustle up there, and yeah. then you're and then you're busting your ass all week or night, oh, and yeah. then you got to drive home. I always thought yeah. like the home stretch from 
getting home from Can-Am or when it was um, Evans Mills, I guess, yep. at the time when they had the dirt on it and you hit the, the Central Square eight miles to like, you're eight miles to Central Square and I'm like, oh my God, we're almost there. But it felt like it yep. took forever to get <laughs> yep. to Central Square. <laughs> like, yeah. This is killing me. I hate this. Yeah. So. The thing that I hated was like, you know, everyone be all, you know, we're all pumped to go up to race Friday right. night, you know, it's a weekend and we'd be driving up there and, you know, my buddies that would go with me, we'd ride up there and then everyone else would like ride up separately and then meet us there. But then on the way home, everyone rode back in the other vehicle so they could get home. Right. Quicker. So it was just like me and one other guy. All right. And he's passed out by the time we hit 81. Exactly. And you're you like, know, come on, man, yeah, wake up. Exactly. Like, it's like midnight. You know? Right. This is a long drive along. It is. It's terrible. And everybody's like, why don't you come up to Can Am? Do I was like, dude. Oh, yeah. I remember those nights. Uh, I'm jacked to go up there. I'm on, on the way home and it's like, Ugh, this sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, and it sucks because I love the track. Right. Um, you know, it's fun. And I, I would like to make it up there a few times this year, but. Right. We'll see. It's just it's just yeah. a drive. It used to be an awesome track. I mean, yeah. I, haven't, I haven't run there in years, but yeah. it's, I used to love the place, but we ran there for like two seasons, and it, just that drive back was killer. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, that was, Absolutely horrible. I, the last time yeah. that I, well, I went up, go up there for the Super Dirt Series race every April just to watch it just because, but I took the wife up there for the first time, and we were big Bob Henry fans, obviously, uh, rooting for Bob, and Bobby was going to win the race, but then he didn't. He had something on his chip at the time. Something wasn't right. Then they disqualified him and made the guy that was like in fourth place get the win, and everybody's Jeez. all excited. It was like the local favorite. I'm like, what is going yeah. on, man? This is yeah. this was before the Bartlett's took it over. Oh, so really? Yeah, this was, yep. this was a while ago. What but car was he running? Then? Yeah. Oh, shit, you would have to ask. It wasn't his. He was driving for someone. Shame for Rick, wasn't he? I think so. Yeah. 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 I remember that. What you do? Yeah. Were you there? I wasn't there. No, oh, I, it was a whole deal, and I, I, I it put a bad, that. it put a huge, horrible taste in her. She's like, "I'm never coming back to this place yeah. again." You're playing like, well, yeah. you don't know the whole story of oh, what, yeah. what's going on with it, yeah. but it it just looked it looked bad, unfortunately. Oh well, can't am. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hard on tires. Hard, hard on tires. It's mm-hmm. fast. I mean, it's not a, it's not a bad facility. Okay, you run your sportsman stuff for a few seasons. What makes you make the decision to go from sportsman racing to three fifty eights? You know, the biggest thing, and I know it sounds stupid, but I'd go and I'd get wadded up just about every week, right? And mm-hmm. nine times out of ten, it wasn't something that I caused, right? Um, and after a while, you, it just it takes a toll on you, right? And it got to the point where I was sitting there. And I'm like, look, I got I got to do something because it was like every other week I was putting a front end of my car, right? Or you know, you name it. And it's not cheap. No, it's not. And the thing is, is I'm you know, it's different when you pay for it yourself, right? And I was out there getting beat by people that don't pay for stuff, right? You know, and. Nothing against them, yeah, but yeah, you know, it, it takes a difference. I'm like, I want to go somewhere where I can run, right, and you know, have some respect because right. I was always taught, you know, you race people how you want to be raced, yeah. So, you know, that was the big thing. And some, I can't remember what happened. Is it was at Brewerton front end got taken out, and I was like, I'm I'm done. And then it was like two weeks later, a good buddy of mine and a sponsor, he uh, was like, Hey, I got a small block. If you're interested in it was a whole package deal, everything ready to run. No oh, shit. Next thing I know, I'm driving up there Saturday morning to go pick it up. And to go small block racing. So when was your first small block race? I think it was, I only got two races in before the outlaw. Okay. That's yep. what I thought it was yep. too. Cause it wasn't, a, it was like the end of the season when yeah. you jumped in yep. to, to the, it was the end of August. Right. So and I, it, yeah. And it wasn't, 
You you didn't weren't terrible. You didn't look bad in it. No, no. I mean, a lot of the problems were that I had when I first went was like caused by myself. Right. You know what I mean? And yep. just not being used to it, stuff right. like that. Yep. So So last season basically your full blower, first regular season, full time, small block modified racing. Yep. It was it was decent, you know. Decent. I, I chased this problem. I don't know what it was for probably seven weeks okay and it was terrible and i had it wasn't just me scratching my head it was everyone so what's the problem i couldn't tell you i don't know i just it it (laughs) got to the point i just changed everything or changed a lot and i'm like it's gotta be something right and the next thing i know it's fine so setup wise no it was it was weird it was like a it was like a the car would go in and start breaking up on me and skipping and then it was it was the weirdest thing i've ever seen dealt with right and i thought it was like an ignition problem so i went through changed everything um and the fuel problem see i thought it was a fuel problem so i got a hold of uh rob heil he does everything with my carburetor other cleaning and mm-hmm. everything and i was talking fuel cell oh no it wasn't anything with the fuel cell um i don't know what it was i replaced the whole fuel line um you name it and Finally, one day it was fixed. <laughs> what? And it yeah. was just a mystery. Yeah. Clean itself out. Because the problem was, is like, I didn't do like one thing at a time. You right. Know what I mean, I just, every night it happened, I'd do three more things <laughs> that next morning to get it ready for full. Okay. Yeah. So All that's right. actually why I ended up running Brewerton at the end of the year. Okay. Is because my mindset going into this season or this past season was I was going to run one night a week. Right. Try to get my feet wet and see yep. how I go. And then finally, I'm like, I'm just pissing away weeks and i gotta go right more. you have to race yeah and so i started going to brewerton with him me running at brewerton for like two or three weeks i had to figure it out right i mean maybe that's all it took was just yeah, a little bit of know, a setup change exactly and i just you know we changed a bunch you know and finally ended up clearing <laughs> itself up huh yep so i'm i'm kind of anxious to see what happens this season with the 358 class at fulton just like I know, you know, from running modifieds for years, there's a whole different respect level running the modified class, you know, opposed from, you know, a lot of the kids running the sportsman class. There's, you know, there's a lot of young kids. I don't take anything back from them. You know, there's, there's a lot of talent out there, but there's a lot of, you know, not giving a shit and, you know, driving it in, bouncing off something, you know, Mm -hmm. they, they don't care. And I've, I mean, I, I've heard there's there's a lot of that going to be moving up. Yeah. So that, I'm just I'm just you know I'm not putting anything on anyone, but I'm just saying I'm I'm kind of anxious to see what's what's going to become of it. You know, is is that you know mindset going to change now, or is somebody going to get educated? Yeah, that that's one thing I'm worried about. Honestly, is I and I tell everyone same thing. Is I moved up one I was able to. Mm-hmm. Um, I was lucky enough to be able to have the help and the everything else to be able to move up. Um, but in the same sense, I the big thing I did is to get away from that. And now mm-hmm. that's one it's thing. It's following. That's sort of how it seems, <laughs> you know. And I'm like, that's son of a bitch. Now, yeah. you know, if, if it if it turns mm-hmm. out to be the way that it used to be with your sportsman deal, are you going to start bouncing to different tracks? I don't know. Um, a part of me wants to say yes, but in the same aspect as as much as I'd say it, 
will I just sort of be running away because, you know, I don't want to deal with it? Or is that just the way racing's going to end up being? Right. You know, and it, and it's all across the board. It seems like respect thing is sort of gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like this is the first year I've been able to finish the whole season without any dents in anything on my body. Right. Um, do I know what's going to be like that next year? Probably not. <laughs> you but, just jinxed yourself. Yeah, you know, but <laughs> it's the harsh reality of it is – like everyone's losing the respect thing. And I think if you put it, so the younger kids and I can't just say kids, but adults that, you know, they have good backing. If they had to flip the bill for one week, I think mm-hmm. things would be right. completely I, different. We've talked about that yeah. before. I mean, I can watch, I can watch Larry. I can watch Timmer. I can watch, uh, Ronnie Davis, you know, you watch them guys come through from the middle, from the back and, they can weave their way through a crowd and come out at the end with not a mark on their car. Right. You know, and that's, that's the way it should be. That's the way it was when we were kids. And they're, and they're close racing. Right. Oh yeah. You know, and that's the big thing is, and that's what I like is like, I'll be the first one to admit it. Like when I'm getting lapped, you know, Timmer and Larry and Ronnie, you know, I can't even say when I'm getting lapped, but just when in general, when we're running with them, mm-hmm. they're going to let you know they're there. They'll let you know you're there, but they're not going to, you know, they're not going to push you off the track right. or no. into a tire. Right. You no. know, if anything, I think the max you'll get from them is like a either really hard racing or mm-hmm. if they're faster than you, they'll give you that little tap on the back bumper and then, mm-hmm. you know, you know to move. Right. Right. But I just, I agree. Yeah. Hmm. It's like you said. Those guys, they'll give you a little tap. Mm-hmm. There's guys out there that'll give you a big tap. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And those those are the guys you want to run back. Or you want to you want to knock them out into left field yeah. after. Yeah. You know, it's like okay, go ahead, go on by me. Boom. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, absolutely. Brian there. loves those guys. Yeah, oh, I do. I that's why them. you're getting your car together, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, and that's the thing. And like, I don't get mad when someone gives me like a little nudge on the back bumper. But like, one thing that boils my blood is when we're all like just when we go green we're going to turn one mm-hmm. and then next thing you know you got people slamming into the side of you you know it's like somewhere along the way everyone forgot how to control their cars right yeah. you know what i mean right and it's the first lap yeah yeah exactly and it's all yeah. the time it yeah. seems like it happens all the time and i don't understand it it's mm-hmm. kind of a laughing mm-hmm. joke I, that's yeah. why like i i always they're all in a hurry to get to Scott Jeffries at the end of yeah, the night. Probably. Yeah, 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 probably. Yeah, probably. Before he packs up and leaves. Right, right. Although he's already packed up for the features and gone. Yeah, so. he's going home. It's like yeah, they, they, they ain't always, getting any parts. They always forget <laughs> that sign that's hanging on the Fulton pit, or not pit entrance, but right before you go down the chute, it says, we pay you for the last lap, mm-hmm. not the first. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, eh, that's true. Because most, yeah. yeah. most of the carnage happens within the first five laps. You right. and Carome doesn't. They pay for the first lap, not the last lap. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I love about that sign. <laughs> God, uh-huh. go Brian. If sophomore season I goes goes decent for you for this year, uh, oh, I guess what's your ultimate goal for the for this season? So that's a tough one. Right now, I'm currently putting together another car. Okay, so I'm gonna have two. I don't know when the next the new one will be done yet. Um, the plan is Brewerton Fridays. Yep, and then uh, Fulton Saturdays. Um. And I'm going to dabble with some of the series racing. Okay. Um, that I'm not sure which ones I'll go to. Okay. Um, I'd like to honestly try to make it out to Devil's Bowl. So that looks like a fun track. Right. Um, 
and there's something I like about traveling for races. I don't know what it is, but going to different tracks, I really enjoy. So that's going to lead into where I'm going at with this. If this goes well for the season, do you, you're probably are you going to try to get a big block and follow a series? So that's where I'm sort of at a standpoint because you know we're putting this new car together, but it's also at the point where we got to figure out what we're going to do for a motor for it. Right. Um, you know, we've been thinking and talking and me personally, honestly, I think I'd be fine with another small block. And then on the other hand, you know, like my dad keeps telling me if you're planning on being at Fulton or Brewerton Fridays, right. Why not put a big block? In right. It? You know, personally, I feel like I'm not ready for a big block. Well, but in the same sense, you know, everyone keeps telling me, well, you're already racing them. It's true. You're, so, you're, I feel like they're going to steer a direction at Burton to deter the small blocks because they, yeah, you know, and and I kind of, I kind of feel that way because I like it as you know, if it's a big block track, should be a big block. You track. know, let's let's just have big blocks right. run, yep. right? You know, let's keep it all the same. Yep, yep. I I agree with that, and you know, I the few times I went to Burton last year. <laughs> Um, you can get around there fine with a small block, you right. know. I mean, oh, obviously, yeah. A- you know, I mean, yeah. it's Amy won. Yeah, I, yeah, she won with one last year. You know, mm-hmm. you can get around there good, but in the same sense, like like you were saying, like it should be more of a, just a big block track, right? That's know? what people people yeah. see it as as a big block track. Well, I mean, you, it's people don't you, go to Fulton because they're not modified. Exactly. So they say. I mean, right. but it's still a modified. But you go, well, you go to you go to Fulton though. Everybody's got a small block. Yep. Right. You know, you run the sportsman class. Everybody's got a crate motor. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You know, it's it's just I just believe it should be the same. You know, yeah. every everybody the same on the same playing field, kind of, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean You know, and, and that's the thing. So I don't know how true it is and don't hold me to it. I heard they might be getting rid of the small block incentive at Burton. Mm-hmm. Um It's the rumor. You know, it's a rumor. I don't know. I haven't heard it. Um and if that's the case, I'll probably They'll end up being there, um, only because the only other place for me to go with a small block on Friday nights is Can Am. Right, it's just you're not doing that. No, nah, it's too much of a stretch. <laughs> right. You know what I mean, if I didn't have to work on Fridays, maybe. Have you ever thought about maybe doing Glen Ridge on on Sundays? I've thought about it, but you know, it's it's hard. It'd be hard to do it every Sunday. Okay, only because you know. Five o'clock comes quick on Monday. Morning, right. Yes, you know? it does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the hard thing. That's your hard thing. your business that you're in. What kind of business are you running? Uh, so I work with my father and my brother. We own a construction company. We do uh, site development, sort okay. of everything. Right. Um, then I started my own trucking company a couple okay. months ago, also back in the summer. Is that what I seen today? Was that your yep. was that your own truck? Yep, that's my own. Okay. Yep. All right. I mean, it's pretty sweet, right? Yeah, yeah. It's nice. You know, I mean takes a lot of money <laughs> well you got to spend money to make money yeah yeah that's that's what they say yeah. i guess first round of fan-based questions you get to be a driver you are the driver you get to be the owner you get to pick a driver from the past and you get to pick a driver from the present who are you picking and why Oof. all right um i'm gonna go from the past i'll do billy decker in his prime okay and early 2000s decker yes okay yes uh, from the present hmm Honestly, I'm going to go with Tim Sears. Timmer. Yeah, yeah that's not a bad choice. I yeah. mean, he's... I, I really think, you know, I mean, he's definitely proven himself right now. Yeah. And I think if you really, su- you know, supply him with the stuff that these other big teams have... Right. I think, you know, he'll be... 
You put him in a Matt Shepard ride. ride. He's you know. Yeah, that's why. I, I mean, he doesn't. He's in the ride right now, and he's winning in it. I mean, yeah. so mm-hmm. <laughs> the kid's fast. He obviously. Fast. Oh already, yeah. I mean, but if Matt Shepard ever needed a driver, oh yeah. He's Tim yeah, not yeah. Brian Murphy. He's his driver. <laughs> yeah. definitely, definitely not me. I'm, I'm out of that. I'm ah, okay. long, long gone from it. The backs, the backs tore up. You know, the, uh, you're old time now. Yeah, old yeah. time Murphy. You're just a car. Right. Owner you're just a car. Owner. Well, he's putting a car together for himself. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah well, he, so he says. <laughs> Again, who knows? It's, I got a couple for myself. Uh-huh. Well, you raced the phone. What like? Couple times, couple times last, last year. He showed up at autograph night because I made him show up at autograph night. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. That was pretty much it. Honestly. And I had to embarrass him. That's all I wanted yeah. to do. And it worked because it's easy to do. I don't know. They got bored with it and frustrated with it and found a driver. Yeah. Right. Couple. couple. So, well, I found one originally and then somebody else found the other one for us. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But it, it worked out. It's all, yeah. right. it's all right. It's all right. Do you see yeah, yourself yeah. being a car owner or do you want, are you trying to get like prove yourself to be the driver? I think I really got to, you know, I'm 25. I haven't been racing that long. Yep. So I've, I feel like if I just stick with it, yep. you know, I'll get going pretty consistent with it. Um, my problem is I have bad luck. Right. So, you know, like last year when we were on, you know, we were running pretty good. Right. It's just, yeah, man. You look at the results. You have you have good results when you're running good, yeah. but when you have bad luck, you're yeah, you it's know, terrible. Obviously, it, just like know, with anybody. Perfect but example, you know, I was in a heat race. Um, I'm out running. I'm in the lead, and actually, I'm battling for second or first and second with uh, Ronnie. Yep. You know, and we had quite the lead on everyone else. And then next thing I know, with I think three laps left. I feel my right rear uh, shock mount break. <laughs> Next thing I know, the car just dumped over on the right rear. I'm like, oh, this is my luck. You know, right. this, this is just how it goes for me. It's it's nonstop. I know that feeling. Remember that night? I led. The whole damn heat race, and uh, next thing, caution comes out, or rolling under caution, my tire's flat. Yeah, right. You know, that, and that's that's how it goes for me. So yeah. I was just talking to somebody uh-huh. this past week, and um, the current the situation that they were working, and they couldn't do it anymore because they were accused that they weren't doing the maintenance because of the certain vehicle kept there's the certain driver kept breaking things and and not completing events, and it, he had all the blame for it. You're doing your regular maintenance stuff. It's yeah. just it's just failures. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. And, Part of it, you know, could be on me because, you know, the shock mount that I had on there was a couple seasons old, you right. know, but it's still just nature of the beast, you know, right. parts parts fail. Right. You know, and that's that's a hard thing. And that's the thing I really tried getting better on last year um, was keeping up on the maintenance right. and everything else. Because, I mean, it, it definitely shows. And then you've run into problems like I ran into where I'm like, oh, I'm clueless. <laughs> <laughs> It's a full-time job on top of your full-time job. Absolutely. And you're getting to work. What time do you have to get to work in the morning? Um, So it depends on where we work. We work all across New York. Oh, wow. Um, You know, like last year we were working in, I don't even remember where the hell we were working last year, but like right now we're working in Rome. You know, right. So it's like an hour and 20 minute commute. So right. we like to get there right around seven. That's not, that's not terrible, it's I not guess. It's not terrible, no. You, when you're out of, I mean, you said you do cover all of New York State, basically. So you're doing overnights, you're doing... Yeah, yeah, all the things. Yeah, like last year, uh, we did a job actually a quarter mile up the road from Lebanon Valley. Oh wow! Um, so that was pretty cool just to see the track and everything. But yep, it, it makes it real tough because, like, when we're out of town, you know, I, that's really puts a damper on the racing. Yeah, because you can't do your maintenance, no. and it's just you. Yeah, it's me. It's my uh, 
one buddy that always comes, Jordan, my father, and my dad's really good friend, Harry, you know. Right. But that's that's really about it. Man, that's, that's a lot. It is. Mm. It is. And now you're going to run two cars, potentially big block. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. If... if uh... If you didn't have the business and you'd be able to focus more on things, the five ten year plan is eventually to f- to follow the series. Yeah, I'd some love series. To. I'd love to. Um, I always talked about trying to chase in uh, at least run with a small block series. Right. I bet I could see me doing more. Yep. In the foreseeable future, right? Because I think they only got like seven or eight races this yeah, year. Yeah, it's not. It's not crazy. Nothing too schedule. terrible, you know. So I could, I could do that, and I know I could do that this year. Um, but like the big block thing, that's. That's a whole different ball. Right, you right. Know, You're that, going to Florida right that, now. Yeah, and that that's a lot of races to try to you know drive to just to not make a race. Right. You know? <laughs> it's, and it would be very frustrating and be a disappointment. You got to get bummed out on yourself a lot. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like I still get. I'm the hardest on myself. Right. You know, and it it shows. You know, yep. I don't have much confidence like within myself for racing, and it, that's where I struggle. Right. You know, because I'll second guess every adjustment I do and go ask this person and they'll tell me what they think. And yep. then finally at super Derby week, my one buddy, Logan, he told me, he's like, hey, look, not telling you anything. He goes, but you get faster. The more you just believe in yourself and like do the adjustments yourself. Right. He's like, you know what you got to do Just do it. And right. Like, All right. And then I ended up getting quicker. Okay. But, yeah. Do you have somebody at the racetrack that you go to? You just mentioned this Logan uh, friend that you have, but is there any other drivers that you try to shoot notes off? And- um, I talk a lot with uh, my cousin Wade. Um, we pit right next to each other. We've always pitted next to each other. Uh, yep. I'm good friends, as you know, with Chris Mack. Yes. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, so like I'll go up and talk to him and um, them and bounce ideas off them. I, d- I do a lot with Scott. Okay. With Scott Jeffries. Um, so I'll go down there and I'll ask him a question. Be like, hey, what do you think about this? And he'll be like, oh, no, it's a stupid idea. Don't do that. Don't do you that. Know? So I'll be like, all right. So. Like, I talk to quite a bit of people, but in the same sense, like, I try to keep it within reason. You right. Know, I don't want to be a pain in anyone's ass. And no, and no, and you can't be because no. you're, you're, you're a modified driver. You're supposed to know this exactly. stuff. Exactly. You know, and that's how I look at it, too. So I'm like, I got to figure this shit out on my own. Right. But <laughs> it's, it doesn't always pan out that No, way. <laughs> no, and no, and, and it'll never pan out that way, unfortunately. I like, I like to talk to several people and just see what different people say about mm-hmm. different things yep. and just kind of absorb it and and put it all together yeah you know bring yep. it bring it to the middle and yeah i like I, I always tell everyone i'm like a sponge you know just because someone tells me to do something and i don't do it doesn't mean i'm not like thinking about doing it you know what right I mean? and like i always hold on to that right um and i just i like i like learning more about yeah. these cars and how they work you know i i love it i love hearing like i like the trial and error aspect of it you know right um, but it's tough. Like my family, we don't really come from like a dirt background, you no. know? So, um, you know, my, my dad, he can, he'll help me. He'll tell me like what he thinks the car's looking like, you know, and it's hard unless you have someone that's sat in the car and they know what the cars feel like and stuff like that. So every once in a while I'll go to a race and, uh, my cousin will come with me and he'll sort of be my crew chief for the night mm-hmm. and we'll put our heads together and throw something together for it and, and hope that it works yeah you know like we went down to uh land of legends for that gerald harris memorial race yep tough track to get around on a small block yeah that's for sure um and we went down there and went out my car was a pile <laughs> it was terrible i'm like dude i don't know what to do and we're sitting there bouncing ideas off each other 
went back out. Car got quite a bit faster. And I honestly think if we had a big block, we probably could have held up. But those big blocks carry the momentum so well down there. Yeah. And I could get with them. You know, I could pass a car, maybe two cars coming in within the first lap. After that, once we get spread out, it was over. There's nothing. No. No shit. Do you do your own engine work for your small blocks, or do you have somebody that you... you uh, I have a guy that he likes to help out. Um, so he he wants to do it this year for us. Or I asked him if he'd do it this year for us, and he said, yeah. Um, I don't know how long he's going to want to do it for. Um, you know, he's pretty big into the engine stuff and right. all that. And uh, if not, I'll probably end up bringing it to somewhere else. Okay. You know, I have to time. ask. Oh, no, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like my motor I have now—it's a Kevlar. Okay, you know, it, it's a—it's a good motor and everything. It's just when you're racing on the smaller budget, you gotta—I right. don't want to say cut corners where you can, but like if you can save money here, you know, right? And I'm—I'm I'm gonna save money going with this guy. It's yep. just you know the bigger names, you know, they do way more cars, so right. they don't need to be cheaper. You know right. what I mean? Right. That's understandable. Maybe you'll be the next level where you can yeah. can do it eventually exactly. uh, on the bigger scale of things. Second round of fan base questions. You're the promoter now. Put your promoter hat on. Put your shoes on. Whatever you have to do. You get to run a race. You can do any event that you want to do. What are you going to do? You know, I always said, if we're going to be a super dirt week for the whole week, let's make it worthwhile. And I always thought it'd be sweet if you could get, you know, especially on those days where it's like dragged out. If yep. you could get like the world of outlaw late models or lucas oil there for right. a day you know just have them come in for a day run you know do their whole event on one day get it done and over with right and then throw up the catch fence the next day have sprint cars come that'd be sick you know i always thought it'd be awesome to so do. you want your dirt week actual like a full if dirt I'm week, not just modified yeah, like no the, if, if i'm gonna be there for a week let's have them all kind of like there's the not planes. enough sunny days and uh no super dirt week <laughs> no, no no there's not and yeah. when and when there there is they send everybody home yeah. Oh, yeah. Jesus. He's still butter. <laughs> Dude, I, I get it. I, I still got to throw that in there. I sat there all day. I think I got soaked yeah. and dried four or five times that day. Right. Uh, you know, and just sitting there like, what the hell are we doing here? Right. And then they're like, oh, they pulled the plug. I'm like, oh, yeah. sitting in, sitting in the sun, <laughs> yeah. Sitting in the sunshine and they pull the plug yeah. Uh, yeah, for know. the rainy day. Exactly. Right. You know, now, we're going to do it tomorrow. It's going to rain all day. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Everybody come back. Yeah. How I look at it is if, you know, we're... It's not cheap by any means to go to it. No, no way. Um, but if we're gonna be there, like let's have some let's have some racing going with it, right? You know? mm-hmm. And I think if they could bring something in like that, I know it costs money, but come on, if we're gonna be there, let's make it worthwhile, right? Are you gonna do every dirt class that there possibly is, like your local uh, stuff? I, I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. But I'd, I'd bring in those classes. I said, and if they could only put a roof over that speedway, yeah, I know. Jeez, it'd be perfect, wouldn't that? I mean, uh huh. Yeah, I don't think I'd bring in every class. That's for sure. You know, I don't. I don't no. know. Monday you got the four cylinders, and yeah. Tuesday you got the you know, no. the pro stocks, yeah. and yeah. so forth. Yeah, you know, I guess it's everyone's Daytona, right? Yeah, basically. You know, in the same sense, it definitely gets annoying hearing cars bouncing off rev limiters. Like that. I, can't tell you that much. <laughs> I thought the three day event worked out pretty good this year for Outlaw Weekend, and. Having it different. I mean, mm-hmm. they brought the sprints for Friday night for something different for yeah. for the fans. Um, and then Thursday night, obviously, was the underclass. Yep. But we still had a decent amount of people in the stands for it. And you got to be able to run out and turn some laps and, yeah, yeah. and, and try to get yourself ready for Saturday's event. So yep. I get it. And I, I like the, you know, the extent. I like the longer races. I like the two-day races, stuff right. like that. Um, 
and I liked how they did everything Thursday night for you, like you said, the underclass. Yep. Um, I went down Friday, watched. I think I took the car out. I can't. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I did. Um, I love watching sprint cars. I hate racing with sprint cars. <laughs> it's what I hear a lot. Yeah. It, it's it's just it's so it takes so long, right? You know, and I'm not saying anything bad against sprint cars. Right. I'd love to race one. Right. But it takes a while. I don't know why we can't put starters on it. It's you know? I said that too. I know everyone says it, but right. it's it's true. I mean, it speed up the night. It tenfold. Oh, right. Yeah. I don't know why we can't just move everything up a week so that dirt week can get in in the nice week because it's always, you know, yeah. right. It's always right after outlaw weekend. It's like, boom, the weather's. What's going on in September? I think the Fonda 200 is like in in September. Yeah, they they do the Fonda 200 the same week of the Gerald Harris Memorial. That's right. It's usually what they do. Who cares cares about the Fonda 200? Well, that you're talking about moving stuff up a week. That's not even dirt. That's not even dirt. But he just said Gerald Harris is doing it. So that's your week that you want to do. I mean, I'm not saying. Look, we don't do much for the month of September. Right. That's all I'm saying. We have nice weather in September. There's a lot of nice weather in September. So, I mean, why are we going to move it up? Even if they did it, like, if they did the outlaw, you know, just. Like you were saying, the week before, right, and mm-hmm. then Super Derby week right after. Yeah, yeah. I don't see a problem with it. Right, yeah. it's kind of like classic weekend. Classic weekend's Labor Day weekend. Why can't we weekend, move everything? Yeah. So. Why can't we move everything back a week? Yeah, you know. I mean, Ooh. everything gets in. Great, pack shit up, gone. Yeah. Right. Yep. Then you're you're warm, you're dry because <laughs> right. it yep. is nice weather. That's and a, that's the thing with Super Derby week. You know, you never know what you're gonna get. You're either gonna get rain and it's gonna be a shit show. Yep. Or mm. I remember a couple of years ago, it was like 90 degrees. Yeah. You know, so you never know what you're gonna get. Right. But, mm. Boo. Be, be better off running Super Dirt Week in January now than the way the weather is. So, yeah, this year. I mean, I'm surprised. Yeah, and they haven't had any enduro races this year that I know, I've I'm seen. Surprised like, about that. It, they do it every year in the snow, but the year that it's 50 degrees all winter yeah. long. And, I remember when Utica Rome used to do that big one. Yeah, um, it was I like the hangover or something yeah, like that, like, wasn't it? Was it the day after Thanksgiving, I think it was, or two yeah. days after Thanksgiving. Was it New Year's? Like that, or was it New yeah, Year's? Yeah, New Year's, I think I it was. I knew it was after The Accord runs that one in, at Thanksgiving yeah. for like their gobbler race. Yep. I've gone to that, I, I can't tell you how many times, just because I'm like, oh, it's so cool. And there's times where I'm like, why am I down here? This yeah. is fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, I've always thought about going to one of those. <laughs> right. Honestly, just go watch. I'm, right. Like, I'd love to do the boat race. Uh, it's, it comes down to time. You right. know what I mean? I have plenty of people that will give me a boat to use. It's just... I you know, know it was pretty wild. I I watched was uh, Claude Hutchings. I think he showed me a video. They used to run the Sportsman on ice and oh, on the yeah. snow. I've seen that. And I Clyde, you remember you, that? Yeah, the, he showed me those videos yeah. before. Yeah, yeah, man, those things were awesome. That was pretty wild. They, right? Yeah, they do these races on you know with the Sportsman yep. on the ice. I seen was, I seen something like that with sprint cars. Yeah, before. yeah. He had it with that. He had like a little micro sprint that he had, but then he had a Sportsman car. And they mm-hmm. set up these tires. It, they ran them up north when obviously we had super cool yeah. weather, yep. but. Years ago, but it was it was awesome. It's super cool to see, and mm-hmm. I wish I'd bring it back. Be badass, wouldn't it? It would yeah. be. It'd be something Just different for you guys in the some, winter. Like, I always said even it. get it on a real racetrack, like put it on Brewerton Speedway. Mm-hmm. I always let's said put it on be, a nice race. It'd be sweet <laughs> if they could do something like indoor. You know what I mean? Up there. Yeah, like get it. So I know, like I'd go out. I'd try to get like a half-ass put together mod light if they could give us like a little dome or well, something. They do right? that uh, uh, in St. Louis. What's yeah the late model race? Yeah. 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 That's what I mean. Like, give us something like that. I guarantee you, you're going to have people there. Oh, for sure. I mean, if they can bring the monster trucks in, they can do something like that. I remember a couple years ago, we had a week off at Fulton. Um, I think, I don't know why. It might have been during COVID. I can't remember. Or the year after COVID. And for some reason, Fulton Speedway wasn't running. So I'm like, ah, screw it. 
you know, I want to go watch racing. So I went to Oswego Speedway right. and watched racing. I left before the features. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I've been a handful of times. I can't know, get into it. I tell you, it, you wouldn't believe the amount of Becknell jackets and Troyer jackets because all the people from the dirt races, they were there. Right. You know, we all we all like racing. Right. You know, I'll mm-hmm. watch Turtles race. If, <laughs> you know what I mean? If it's going to mean something. So it, it's. What were, speaking of turtles, what was that? Uh, the mud turtles. The mud turtles. Week. The mud turtles. I yeah. was trying to think of that all week. I was trying to tell somebody. Are you that. kidding me? The mud turtles. You better yeah. write it down. I'm, I'm going to have to write that down. I, when I heard you say that, it made me think. I went down to South Carolina to race the, I can't remember what the hell it was, Lake Lakeside, Lakeshore Speedway, whatever yep, it was. Lakeview. Lakeview, yeah. yeah. So I went down there for their inaugural sportsman one. It was the first one they did. Right. And I had some guy from down there. With the strongest accent come up, and he called my car Mud Turtle, and I'm like, "What?" And like, I could barely understand him. He was saying Mud Turtle. You're a dang old boy right over yeah, here. My, so my buddy Logan went down there with me, and I'm looking. at him like, "What the fuck did you just say?" He's like, "I don't know, dude. I can't understand him." But I'm like, "Sound like, like the guy from the Water Boy?" Yeah, pretty much. You know? And I'm sitting there, I'm like, "What is this guy even trying to say right now?" Right. You know, and I'm like, "I don't want to interrupt. Like, I don't want to be mean or you no. Know, you can't. You just I'll have to sit there. there. Right. The swamp people showed up at yeah, the dirt race. That's pretty much it. They, you know, that, they're speaking like crawfish or something. Uh, he's probably sucking on water. Yeah, to yeah. Talk to you. <laughs> How'd that go? It was pretty good, actually. Um, it's it's weird because if I go out of town to races, yep, um, I can qualify for races actually no pretty shit. well. Yeah, um, Fulton Speedway suck. I, I'm terrible. If I run there weekly. It's something like in my head. I, I do terrible. You're not the only guy that says that either. Are you like, a time trial guy? Um, <laughs> you know, no, I'm not. Okay. Once again, I get in my head. I'm like, oh, I'm going to lay down a killer lap. It's right going to be hammered yeah. out, man. Yeah. I'm going to kick you ass. Know, I'm, like, I'm going to be awesome. I come back and I'm like, you fucking suck. Right. right. All right. Yep, Good job putting it at the bottom of the charts yeah. there, bud. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, I struggled, but we went down to South Carolina. It was cool. Um, I'd like to go again. I don't have the motor for it now. Right. But, um, you know, we qualified through the heat race and everything to have to run LCQ or anything down yep. there. It's a blast. That red clay is weird. Right. You know, I, the track took rubber and the way it was, like, you pretty much had to free your car up as the night was going on. So that was cool. Something I've never experienced or anything like that. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, but it, it, it's like that curse I got, you know, like you were saying, time trials. Mm-hmm. Terrible. I, I was at Oswego <laughs> and I made an adjustment, a couple shock changes. Went back out. I'm like, oh, it's going to be good. And then I went out. I'm like, oh, that was, you know, when you're in the car, you feel like you're the fastest thing on earth. Right. Mm-hmm. I came back in. My fiance comes over. I'm not even out of the car yet. And she goes, would you change the car? I'm like, why? She goes, well, you got to put it back to the way it was before because that was terrible. I'm like, get Go away from away. Me. Get away from me. I'm like, oh, that's terrible. You know, I don't care if they want to do time trials or whatever, but I think at the end of time trials, they should have a bucket with about 15, 20 numbers in it. And somebody picks out of that, and that's the invert. Mm-hmm. Could know. be, could be one, could be twenty, could yep. be you know something in between. But yeah. you make it make it interesting, you know. Yeah, do something, you know, with the fans or something. Let a yep. let a fan pick it out, or you know, do do something different right. just to make it more interesting and and keep the fans interested in mm-hmm. it. And because you know, I mean, that's the future is you know the fans and stuff. There's, yeah. You know, I keep saying it. There's no fans. There's, there's no not going to be a racetrack. No, right. You know, you know, we don't race for nobody. No, exactly. And that's the thing that's like hard, especially with time trials. Is like, even if I could go out and lay down a good lap, there's a lot that also comes into it. Like, what group are you going to be in? 
you know, like at Oswego, that's why I'm mm-hmm. always, I don't want to say that's why I'm always terrible there, but like I'll go out, but where I drew, you know, it's hard to tell what the track's going to be like. And the next thing you know, we're sitting yeah. out there and I'm like, well, son of a bitch, like uh, everyone that's going out right now, they're getting slower, you know, yeah. they're dropping off by this much. And the next thing you know, it's, I go out there and I'm, you know, 18th quick. You're yeah. not even, you know, and I, but I was a, you know, 40th car that was out there, but everyone fell off this much for every session that I was out there. Right. You know, and that, that's, that's what gets to me. That's why I like the outlaw. Cause it's sort of like, you know, you draw it. Yeah. But same sense. It's sort of hard. Mm-hmm. I, I totally get the, you know, these bigger drivers that, you know, can qualify good time trial, good, and they're going to start up front. And that's, you know, that's what they're living for. And I, I get that with them, you know, yeah, that's, that's what they want. That's what they need. But, you know, on the other side of it, you know, like I said, they got to understand that it takes the fans in the grandstands to be there to, you know, make the money for the tracks too, with concessions and all that, Mm -hmm. that they need the fans. So they need to, you know, understand that there needs to be a bigger show yeah. To keep the fans coming. Yeah. And, you know, and I think a big thing that plays into that is, like, like you were saying, you know, you need the fans there. I think, honestly, like, you look at Burton Speedway, I think the tracks mm-hmm. play a lot of into it, you know? Yeah. Burton, you can lay down good lap times pretty much in, if they did, you know, time trials. You could lay down a good time trial yeah. throughout the, the group, you know? Now, Fulton is going to be a little different, you know? Mm-hmm. Oswego, that's way different. I right. think... Like like you were saying, like you gotta keep the fans interested, and I think Brewerton is that small enough track where they could get away with it. And Brewerton's Brewerton is an exciting track. Like the racing there is is exciting. It's that's great for the fans. You know we're Fulton, a little bit bigger track. It's not probably not as exciting as like Brewerton's racing. I get it, but. You know, and with the track being so far out, it's not generally located, you know, like like Brewerton is. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they do different things like the trailer races, the boat races, you know, in those races, the demo derbies, they bring in a lot of fans. So if they can kind of keep that going, right. you know, with more things in between, and you obviously you can't have those every single night, but, you know, come up with something else in between smaller events yep. or something, right. you know, to fill it in. Keep them fans coming, oh, yeah. coming out there. Yeah. Put incentives out there. Something, yep. you know. I mean, they do the bike giveaway stuff like that, but you know, maybe something else. You know, something different. Yeah, and I think the thing that hurts Fulton, and I can't speak for him on it, is location. You know, like yeah. you were saying. Well, like, it is, yeah, you know, it's it's tough. You know, and when things mm-hmm. are already ex- ex- expensive as it is, right? You know, that's a, it can be an expensive night to bring. You know, yeah. Two yeah. adults and four I hear kids of it them. all yeah. the time. And oh, I'm it, sure. Like you walk through and you guys are bitching at me for the prices and the concessions. Yeah. I well, again, I control nothing. But yeah, but I mean the kids. I mean they. I think they do a good thing by letting the kids in oh, for absolutely. free up to what age is it? 18, 18 or something. 18, 18, I mean, 18, yeah. I mean, where where do you go that you get in for free up to eighteen yeah. years old? Nowhere. Nowhere. You know, so you got paying for two adults. Right. You know, absolutely. Right. You know, but you know, yeah, you got concessions. It's yeah, you know, but but it's one of those things where, like, I think right now with every, it seems like everyone's attention span has gotten so much smaller. Where you mm-hmm. need to have like constant something going, constant entertainment, Absolutely. constant something to keep people yeah. entertained, yep. or they get bored and then yep. they are well, going it, to find something. It's else. like you said, like you go sit in the stands when they're doing time trials. You will never see so many people on their phone. 
Right. You know, you bring up e-races, <laughs> everyone's off their phone. Uh-huh. Yeah. Everybody's it, out there. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Everyone's you like, know? oh, let's go. You right. know, and I think that's why people like Brewerton is because you're up, you know, the track is 15 feet from the stands. Right. You know, and I think that's why everyone likes Brewerton because it's small, it's action-packed. Where yep. Fulton's like, you know, you're, you're a ways away from the track. Right. It still brings in a good crowd, but, you know, I think times are changing and we got to figure out some way to connect with Connect the dots, else. do it. Yeah. Get with the newer fans, mm-hmm. the newer generation. Ten questions under five minutes. Yeah, you've had plenty of time to think about yeah, it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I say that because he sent me the snap earlier, waiting for the guy to load his truck, and I'm like, "You got to think about your ten questions for five minutes." So yeah. that's what it's going to be. Okay, you already know what they are because you've listened to the episode. So, what's your favorite food? Oof, favorite food. I'm gonna have to go with. Uh... Jeez. You had plenty of time Dude, to think I about know, this, I'm and now it's like, you, oh my god, what is I know, it? He's on know, the spot. When you're on the spot, everything's different. <laughs> Favorite food? I'm gonna have to go with honestly a good steak. A good steak. Nobody said a steak yet. Yeah. Or how really are you gonna cook it right now? now? So I'm real picky with my steaks. Prime rib. Mm. Um, you know, I like a. I just I like the way I do it. You know, I like it seared, nice. I cook it in a pan over a grill. Yep. Because I'm I'm a snob of it. You know, I use a thermometer and everything. Right. But that, that's how I like it. Are you having a rare, season. medium rare? What are you doing? Uh, medium rare. Medium rare. Yeah. Okay. Fav- I'm, I'm not a fan of, you know, well done. Yeah, no. Of, it's like know. chewing on this book over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your favorite drink? Um, Probably going to be like a Celsius. Okay. Yep. Your TV show? Ooh, TV show. I don't really watch much TV. Okay. But if I had to go with it, um, that's a tough one. Yeah, Suits. Suits. That's Suits. A, nobody said that yet yeah. either. So there you I go. I don't even Suits. know what that is. It's about lawyers. Yeah. It's actually really good. Hmm. I hate lawyers. Me <laughs> <Hate> too. <laughs> Are you a morning person or a night owl? I'm a night owl. Your favorite pizza toppings? Just regular pineapple. Or Jason, not pineapple. Pepperoni. Pepperoni. Yeah. I was going to say pineapple. That's yeah. it. That's all he wants. It's, that one about a wild one. Yeah. You're going on a vacation. Are you picking the mountains or the beach? Mm, mountains. You drive one vehicle for the rest of your life, a truck or a car? Truck. Truck. Your celebrity crush. Kristen Bell. Kristen Bell. Blondes or brunettes? And you better answer this one right, yeah. boy. Um, I'll go with uh, blonde. <laughs> okay. <Yeah>. And <laughs> what is your biggest fear? Blonde highlights? <laughs> no. <laughs> heights Heights is your biggest fear? No, no, no. My, oh. uh, my biggest fear is snakes. Snakes. Terrifying. Man, so I could behind you, like how the wall is the way that it is. I'm not saying they're in there right yeah, now, but yeah. we first moved in. Um. And there was the house, like there was nobody in here for months, obviously. And I came through the door on the side and I went over here and there was so many snakes of like water snakes and, and grass snakes all balled into here. And I did not. And I panicked. I went down there and I got Joel, the neighbor. And I was like, dude, the garage is infested with snakes. He's like, yeah, it's because it's it's cold outside and it's warm in your garage. So that's where there, there was a, over a hundred of them just sitting in the, like literally where you're sitting right now uh, of dude, snakes. I, that makes me want to like, I'm not even lying, like. Walk right away. I mean, I'm, I'd burn it down. I would burn. I was truck. terrified. I was terrified because I, I didn't know what the hell uh, was going on. I thought like uh, the devil's coming or something. <laughs> I didn't much. know what to do. Oh, they were big. Snakes. Like they were like little baby snakes. They were fucking big ass snakes. Uh, I don't, we're dude, over there. Right now, I don't care. They went away. Joe said they were going to go away when the weather got nice. And sure enough, yeah, they were gone. Yeah, I don't know where they went. They always come back. Uh, You'll find them. Oh I, yeah. I mean, they I chopped in. a couple of their heads off over there over the summer. Oh yeah. Well, Gracie still talks about it. She. Oh, she mad? No. She just talks about how at her birthday party you, you sliced off. her head off for the snakes. Uh, dude, dude I, they're yeah. 
they're assholes out here, man. We got them bad. Big or small, <laughs> I hate them all. Yeah. Like, honestly, I hate snakes so much. I'm not a fan of them at all. And I think it's because, so we have like over here is like kind of like wetland area. And then, but down on the hill, there's a swamp. Uh, um, and they like, the guy on the other side is like building a greenhouse area. And oh, you like yeah. bought the land. I'm like, dude, you can't build it. He's like, I'm going to do whatever I want. I'm like, okay, cool. Whatever. And then he's building up like the swampland area for his greenhouse gotcha. and now they're bringing up all these goddamn snakes up oh, here yeah. and i'm like what you got to keep them things down there yeah, i don't I, want them up here it, i tell you right now if someone walks up to me with a snake i will run <laughs> like knees to chest full bore don't look back i'm terrified yeah no thanks okay mm. all right you're the first one to say snakes too so yeah. congratulations thank you obviously you don't do this by yourself week in and week out who do you have to thank for getting here all my sponsors you know uh being our gauge development um that's us you know they help a lot um just being able to take the time off from work, stuff right. like that when I need to. Um, Muskie's Bar and Grill, um, Junior Welling, he helps me out a bunch. Um, I have I have so many people that help me. It's it's hard to keep track of them, you know. But right. I appreciate them all. Uh, my dad, Harry, my fiance, uh, Logan and Jordan. They're always there at the races, right? You know, and it's all the little things that add up. Okay. Is what it really comes down to. There you go. One last question before I close out of this, unless Brian has something. Brian has nothing. Do you believe in ghosts? I'd like to think not. I tell myself no. Okay. But like, I get sketched out of things. How about aliens? Aliens? Spaceships. All I'm saying in this world, UFOs. this universe is way too big to be just us. <laughs> right, right. You know, I'm not gonna, I haven't seen anything like it, yep. but you know, I, I wouldn't doubt it if it was out there. Okay. Mm-hmm. You've never experienced anything. Uh, no, I mean, I have to ask it because if people wanted me to keep asking, yeah, says, like, no. I almost forgot to ask it. I'm like, fuck, we got to ask about the ghost. No, I, I get like, you know, every once in a while I'll get like something that happens. I'm like, oh, it's a little fucking weird. Right. You know, and then I'm like, oh, maybe it's that. I'm like, no, it's not. It's not that. You know, then I'll, I'll be fine. Right. But I live in an old house. So like I tell myself, I'll hear noise. I'm like, God damn it. And right. I'm like, no, just me here. Me and the dog is like no one else. You know, <laughs> just tell myself. <laughs> it's crazy. I right. talked about one episode. It was earlier this season and when I had something to grab my foot. And literally this past weekend, like it literally, it something pulled my leg at two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I stayed awake the rest of the night from two o'clock until the sun came up. <laughs> oh my yeah, man. God. We have shit happen all the time in the house. I bring it's, some like, what is that? Sage? Yeah, it's, yeah, we tried it. We, You've tried it? Yeah. It doesn't. Mm. I don't know. You got a uh, house guest anyways, right? A house guest? Yeah. Yeah, sure. You used to or whatever you thought. Oh, yeah. 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 Probably still there. Yeah, I guarantee you. I guarantee you. It's something mm-hmm. like that. My sister, she has this house, and it's an old house, and like they she, like they she, bought it, and it was known as the haunted house right. like, on the road, you know what I mean? So like growing up, I wouldn't even look over this place. Mm-hmm. Now my sister lives there, and <laughs> I had to go down in her basement back in the fall. And that's where, like, everything happened. Like, everyone would say shit would happen. And the whole time I'm down there, I'm like, talking to myself. I'm like, oh, yeah, sure thing. Yeah, everything's going good. Like, I'm, I'm just talking to myself. And then, like, it's one of those things where you get cold chills up your back. Right. I, I don't like thinking about ghosts, but. Our babysitter had an old, ba- over, it was a, the house was over 100 years old when I was a kid. And I, we'd, like, go down in the basement with the old man, Steve, if you'd load up the wood stove. There was this hole in the side of, the of, like, the foundation. And it went outside under the ground. But there was bricks inside of that it's too, and I was like, "Man, what do you? What's that hole for? What was it for?" He's like, "Oh, he kept the bodies in there to keep them cold." I'm like, "What? <laughs> I don't know Jeez. if he's full of shit or not." But oh, yeah. he, he did that old man. He mm. didn't. He didn't care one bit. 
Oh, well, there's your ghost stories for the end of that. Robert, we thank you for coming on this episode. We appreciate you coming on. Uh, We ask everybody to please like and follow the Facebook page that we have going. Obviously, we're going to try to do more giveaways for you fans as well to keep you guys entertained and involved. We can't do the giveaways without you guys doing the like and follow as well. So, yeah, with that, Brian, you're good. I'm good. Robert, thanks again for coming on. Appreciate it. We hope you guys have a fantastic week, and we'll talk to you soon.